welcome back to the new ARC podcast, episode 5. Joe's helping me, holding up his hand, number of fingers. A lot of faith in me, Joe. How are you going? It's going well. I, I was just chuckling to myself about how you've managed to get the same introduction every time. Like the, hello, <laughs> it's... It's perfect. Like, it's the same every single time. One time, I'm going to go back and record each one of your hellos and just see if there's any variation, because I'm genuinely impressed by it. Okay. Are you? I, I am. It doesn't take much to impress me. I've, it's been a long day today, so that's impressed me. Take take from that what you will. You, you can wear that with a badge of honour, put it on the LinkedIn. Joe Wilkins is mm. impressed by I my will. hello. Yeah. That's an important skill. You use it a lot. Do you think it's more important saying a good hello or a good goodbye? Hello. Hello. Because it starts the conversation, and especially if it's your first conversation with someone, you've got to make a good first impression, like, goodbye. I think it's important to also say good goodbye, but it's kind of like, eh. Whereas, like, if you go up to someone and you're like, hi, I don't want to speak to you. If you go up to someone like, good morning, how are you? Oh, I want to talk. You know I once spent a week saying goodbye instead of hello. As you a conversation how, starter, know. I think it's quite effective. It catches people off guard. You know how I said I was impressed with you earlier? Now I'm <laughs> <laughs> not. That is... Well, I don't want to say sad, but, you know, sad. <laughs> He gets lots of people to talk to you. <laughs> they're like, really. what? Someone... And they have to stop. They have to think. And then you wow them. If someone came up to me and said goodbye, I'd just walk away. <laughs> well. How's your well, week been? How's your week been since we last spoke? It has been sleepless. I murdered a king called Duncan, and then a ghost appeared, and uh, they said, Sleep no more, sleep no more, thou hast murdered sleep, thou shalt sleep no more. And then I was attacked by a forest. Just for any listeners providing audio commentary, Joe's doing an eccentric mime because someone else is in the room and he's trying not to speak to them so he doesn't ruin the recording. But it's quite amusing to watch. We might need to edit this bit out. Hang on, one second. Okay. Whilst Joe goes off on whatever eccentric errand he's on, we have a result to announce. We have the result for episode two, being sharks. Joe, do you think sharks made it onto the Ark or not? No, I don't think so. Well, they did. They did, which is quite exciting. And by a a decent margin, more than the Rhinos episode, which surprised me. I think people are very tired of dissing sharks. What was the final percentage? Was it a clear victory for Sharks? 68, something like that. It's pretty good. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad that Sharks are 
finally getting the recognition that they deserve for the role that they play and the fact that you know they've been kind of vilified in the past. Um, even what's his name, Steven Spielberg himself said how annoyed he was that Jaws had been used to vilify the shark. So I'm glad that it's you know change. Thank you. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean that works both ways, doesn't it? So Jaws villainized sharks, but it made sails in bigger boats go up tenfold. So this swims and roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, it's an iconic line, though. You're going to need a bigger mm. boat. I always remember the one with the the helicopter, the helicopter that crashed on the water, and next thing the shark just appears from nowhere. What's that one? Jaws. This is one of the sequels, Jaws Seven. No, it's there are not. a lot of I'm, them, aren't there? I'm pretty sure that's in the first Jaws, is it not? No, it's not. Helicopter. Yeah, like a helicopter that lands on the water. It's when the. I'm gonna the, have to rewatch Jaws now. It's when the kids get dragged out to sea on the boats, and the the helicopter lands on the water to try and help them. Helicopters can't land on water. This one can. It's got inflatables on its... That's a plane, isn't it? I've never seen a helicopter land on water. You'll have to look it up. Okay. Ooh. Well, so we have one animal on the ark. We have one animal that has been cast into the endless abyss of raining cats and biblical floods, being the rhino. But today we are talking about sloths which joe is very excited about aren't you you're so <laughs> excited about it you researched it an entire week early and trying to sneak it into the snails episode yeah that was a mistake on my part that was not making proper notes and just writing <laughs> sloths down on my notes and obviously i meant to write <laughs> snails next week sloths the following week but just went full ahead with sloths but um yeah, that's, I'm just keen to talk about sloths, another misunderstood animal that deserves, you know, a greater recognition, but also a greater chance. Uh, it deserves a chance for us to really review what means to be a sloth, because I think even the word sloth has become a kind of derogatory term and quite a negative uh, way of describing someone or an activity. So I think. That's unfair to sloths. Uh, maybe not unfair. They are quite slow and lazy, but it doesn't need to be said in such a negative way. Maybe they actually have life sorted out because maybe it's us who live life at too fast a pace and maybe we could all benefit from being a little bit more sloth in our lives. Mm. And so, so for that reason, they should be on the ark. So if we're not allowed to use sloth as an insult, what animal are you going to replace that with? Human. Human. You human? <laughs> yeah. I'm actually going to start using that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's, it works for everything. Like, why don't we just, mm. just use human as insult? Like, you human. We, you know, we're, we're lazy. We're, I mean, just call us golfers. And let's really just go back to episode one. And let's just, I think yeah. instead of sloths, we should all be called golfers as an insult. Like, instead of saying like someone is like a sloth, just be like, oh, you're like a golfer lazy, self-absorbed, maybe a, you know, questionable fashion choice. Mm, all those yeah. T's. Yeah. 
I don't. <laughs> Elliot, after such a great start with the hello, this is just going further and further downhill. Ooh. Well, Sloth, I have an opening argument for you, which okay. surprised me. My argument is as follows. Sloths don't really need the Ark. We came across this point in tardigrades, because obviously tardigrades can survive nuclear blasts and meteors crashing down from space and things like that. But sloths can survive rather a lot too, I found out. So they can survive 24 hours in a fridge. Useful skill. They can survive falling 30 metres to the forest floor. They actually fall out of trees quite a lot. Yeah. Surprisingly poor climbers and clingers for their lifestyle. They can survive 40 minutes immersed underwater. And apparently they can survive over 30 hours after their brain stem has been cut out. What? Which I find hard to believe, but there is a somewhat credible claim to, to this purpose. Can, can um, how did they come? A, how did you get to this answer? Not you personally, but how did research get to this answer? <laughs> Clearly, they cut the brainstem out of a slot. But that, that, that's just insane. <laughs> I am trying to imagine the ethics review of that study. <laughs> I, I think it was done quite well, okay. I was going to say, that sounds like something classic from like mm. the Victorian era of uh, yes. naturalism. Let, you know, let's just cut everything open and then we'll find out stuff. Well, I, I think the reason being sloths have such a slow metabolism that, that I mean, they're really, really good at clinging on to life, basically. <laughs> but is Slow metabolism is surely a reason that they would actually make the perfect arc guests because you isn't it something hope? like what well, because slow metabolism not very much waste to clean up although mm-hmm. what what it is is like they apparently do large poos but not very frequent <laughs> and I'd rather deal with that than a lot of frequent little poos at least I know like Monday morning it's sloth shit time. Like, you know that, you know it's a big poo, I've got to sort it. And also, it takes them very long times to digest leaves, it takes them a very long time to digest their food, which means you don't actually have to stock as much food for a similarly sized animal than for the others. So I think they actually, in terms of logistics, make the perfect arc guests. They sleep for most of the day, they're quite cuddly, uh, well not really, maybe not, not with those claws, but... Like, I'm just looking at other logistics. I've, I've made a little section called Logistics of Sloths. Absolutely. Good. I think, yeah, 30 days to digest a leaf. That's great. Um, they can sleep for so long. They can live for a very long time. And they can only excrete. They only excrete once a week. Like, it's kind of mm. the perfect guest. Like, that's the type of person I want as a house guest. And if we're taking them on the new arc, that's perfect. Yeah. I mean, there are pluses and minuses to the pooping once a week thing. What's the minuses? What's the minuses? I'm sure I've heard that when they poop, isn't it like giving birth every well, time? It's like a, a third of their equivalent. body weight. A third of their yeah. body weight. But That's like I said, what I would rather is torture. have... What I'd rather have is one... I'm talking about from my perspective of cleaning, 
you know i would rather have one big poo to clean once a week than three poos a day like as someone who goes to the toilet a few times a day like trust me it's it's difficult you know like (laughs) so you're saying you're saying you'd rather give birth once a week. Oh no no no! Not, not me. Normally. Not me. Gosh no, Elliot. You're misunderstanding. <laughs> I'm quite happy with my bowel uh, pattern. You know, it's, it's as someone with celiac disease. You know, it can be a bit up and down. Like sometimes you accidentally slip a brownie, and it mm. slips out brown the other side. Um, this is maybe we should edit this bit out. Yeah, I really, I really wanted to know that, Joe. <laughs> Why don't we talk about your bowel movements instead? <laughs> Far more interesting than uh, um, Yeah, this. I feel like in both episodes recently, I've shared. Well, you've asked or I've shared some personal questions. So thank you, listeners, for um, sticking with me. And I would just like you to know that I am good. I promise, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, but back to the matter at hand, sloth. Pooping once a week, yes, it, it could be a big poo for them, but in terms of keeping morale on the arc happy, you know, that's got to be a good thing that it does not constantly smell like poo. Because we're going to have some animals on there that will defecate a lot, so it's probably good that we... And there's only two of us to clean, so... I mean, once we get, once we get to Planet 2.0, that's different, because we'll need... We'll let the poo do its job as, like, a fertilizer, but on the arc... You know, if we have to travel for several years on this arc, I want to keep it clean. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think I'd feel really sorry for the sloths. I'd, I'd be feeding them laxatives. But Elliot, you have, to remember, so you have to remember that this is not... We're not here to debate the merits of the sloth's digestive system from an evolution point of view. We mm. have to consider it from a logistical point of view on the arc. And that okay. is, there's only pluses to that. Your minuses are kind of feeling sorry for the sloth, but they do that anyway. Like that is, they dig- we're not forcing them to only poo once a week. Like that is what they do naturally. So they're used to it. They, they obviously their digestive system works. And until we hear differently, then that's, we'll have to assume they, um, it works for them. From a logistical point of view, I do want to contest one of the points you've made, which is that of course. you said sloth who doesn't smell. Hey, when did I say that? I don't think I ever said sm- you, sloth you who doesn't said, smell. You said, with all these animals on the ark, it's going to be very smelly. Thankfully, we have sloths, so it's not no, going to smell. No, 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 this no, was no, implied. no, 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 that yes. was not, no, no, I didn't imply it, You, but you inferred it, but I did not imply okay. it. My, in, my, what I actually meant was... Sloths. So poo smells. Poo smells. Doesn't matter what animal mm, it, it comes from. Yeah. Poo smells. So, the two of us are going to be responsible for cleaning up this poo whilst we're in transit. And my thing was that some days we're going to be tired, maybe hungover. Don't know what we're taking with us on the ark. We might not be around to clean every day. And having sloths that only poo once a week means that we have less to clean. Didn't say that sloth poo itself doesn't smell. It's just less to clean so that it might not accumulate the smell. Um, mm. That that was my I, point. And so, I yeah. actually don't know what sloth poo smells like. But I imagine no. it does smell. Because obviously it takes I mean, them two weeks to digest their food. There are some I mean, really famous examples of animal poo smells. Which, I mean, there are 
pluses and minuses, aren't there? Because leopard piss smells like Doritos, mm. so that's quite nice. Like Doritos? Uh, uh, yeah, this is, the, uh, this is what I've experienced and been told. Uh, lots of antelopes smell like cheese. So uh, th- there were some nice smells with butterfly that smelled like chocolate. But sloths, I can't imagine, would be in that category. I think it's just going to be old and mouldy. And it's how they signal to mates, it's their equivalent of personal ads. So it has to be quite smelly. <laughs> it's their equivalent of Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Here's me crap. Swipe, really swipe right. right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's question for the audience. What does sloth poo smell like? I wonder if anyone will get back to us on that question. But, you know... Yeah, if you have a sloth, write in. <laughs> write yeah. in, yeah, please write in if you can um, manage with those claws. Um, you know, I think the other thing that I wanted to, to mention about the sloths is they have a reputation for being lazy and slow mm. and, you know... Deservedly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe... <laughs> But I don't know if you saw the recent um, video, actually, or documentary, where a sloth was actually taking on a harpy eagle. Ooh. And I, as, what my point is, would you want to take on a harpy eagle? Yeah. Okay, would, would a normal person want to take on a harpy <laughs> eagle? <laughs> I mean, I know that you want to take on crocs. You're, you're from Australia, so, like... You're, a diff- you're something else altogether. But a harpy eagle, for those who don't know, is one of the world's like heaviest birds of prey, and like, or maybe not heaviest, but biggest birds of prey with talons. Like, bah! And like, this sloth is. There's a video of a sloth just like really slowly. I'm doing the again. I'm doing the impressions of it, and mm. I've even got my three claws. We really should record this on Zoom to to show with people. <laughs> like, just what I mean is, like, and it's really slowly going, and the eagle's like. And the sloth thing. And um, <laughs> I forgot what my point was after that. Really beautiful. Acting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swatting an imaginary fly. <laughs> played, yeah, both roles uh, played by Joe Wilkins. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, my point was, sloths have this reputation oh, for being what, kind was, of. Sorry, was that meant to be the eagle or the sloth? That was the eagle. Is it, it both at the same time? <laughs> no, this is this is the sloth. It was looking up and it was going sloth noise. Yeah, swatting yeah. the fly. Yeah. And then the eagle. What was the down. eagle? It was like. Oh, oh I'm sorry. It's not. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> uh, um, and my point was, sloths have this reputation for being kind of useless, but this one did take on a harpy eagle, and I think I can't remember the result. I actually think the sloth did survive, and I just think like that's pretty pretty impressive. And that is the kind of attitude that belongs on the, the Ark as well. So not only do they have minimal poo, well, infrequent but large poos, they have a can-do attitude and they're pretty chill. Like, again, perfect. Perfect guests. You know what, Joe? I, I would posit that that sloth didn't choose to fight that half eagle. I believe it was not his attitude which led to that encounter, but rather the natural predation of the species. I choose to differ and believe that that sloth went looking for a fight. He 
he had read the National Geographic article that called Sloth lazy and was like, I'm about to mm. prove, hold my beer, and went off. This is, and... this is going to be a Pixar movie three years' think, time, Joe. I think it should. If, if there's someone from Disney listening or Pixar, this is yeah. going to be huge. Like, and Joe can play all the parts. <laughs> I can play all the parts. Like, find yeah, me up. Yeah, yeah. I just need to find out what noise the Sloths makes, to be honest. Like, I... Yeah. They actually do sound like that, it's the best part. Both yeah. sloths and eagles go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but eagles more like, ah. But before, before puberty, I actually did a really good herring gull impression, but I can't quite hit that note anymore. Mm. Ah. Mm. They all just sound the same now. Um, yes, sorry to anybody listening to this that is wearing headphones. It just keeps getting, like, frequent, like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we we should probably put a disclaimer on the start of this episode, like please turn volume down. <laughs> You'd be um, swatting away herring guts. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna be looking around for the eagle. That's <laughs> the harpy eagle. They'll be getting the bus in London, like where the hell is that harpy eagle coming from? Um anyway, I'd hand it over to you to respond to my excellent points that really have no counter argument. Well, I, I, I do want to come back to poo, which is uh, the usual line in conversation, really. Uh, but I, I felt we didn't adequately cover the, some of the challenges of this. Uh, one of the most obvious being uh, the awkwardness of writing that obituary. Due naturally to the fact that half of all sloths die in the toilet. Uh, joined by the likes of Judy Garland, George II, Elvis Presley. That, that That's a tough one to write up, that obit. Uh, I'd also like to point out uh, that uh, it's quite poor compost, sloth poo, whereas all the other poos we have thus far acquired on the Ark are generally quite useful. I mean, elephant poo, you use it to your headaches, nosebleeds, and you've got bird poo, pigeons that's compost. A very, very good fertiliser, guano. But mm. sloth poo's very useless. You can't even make scented candles with it. Uh, oh, and I also, on a fairly unpointed, related note, I, I did want to say I came across how sloths are toilet trained in the course of this research, which made me very, very happy. Do you know how they do this? No. <laughs> they give them the special, like, fireman's poles, crude poles. <laughs> yeah, there's a little potty in the bottom of it. Wait, so you're telling to me... to climb down and go to the toilet. Right? So you're brilliant. telling me you don't want that on the Ark? Is that what you're trying to say? You don't want potty-trained fire pole sliding <laughs> sloths on the Ark? I think you might have just mm. finished your own argument there. What you're saying is these, in these incredible species can be potty-trained by sliding down a fireman's pole onto a potty and do it un infrequently so we don't have to clean up too much <laughs> you've you've dug yourself a hole i think it's time to end the episode there and just finish fair enough yeah yeah but difficult I mean, to a fireman though just yeah got to point that out i mean That's also who's to, say, who's to say that on earth 2.0 maybe sloths will be the new fireman that's true would you go for a sloth fireman? That's just, that's just, sorry, I think I said that's true a bit too quickly. I'm I was quite hoping kind of, I, I was kind of hoping to, to glaze over that because as soon as I said it, I was like, 
<laughs> that might be an interesting ch as much as I, you know, kind of go back to my points that they don't deserve the bad rep for being slow. They are undeniably slow, um, but surprisingly, three times faster in water than they are on. Another lands. reason they don't need the ark. Yeah, I mean they're actually going to be better off after the Earth is flooded with biblical tidal waves. Well, Just maybe saying. not necessarily, because again, we, we go back to what's the apocalypse? Like we go back to this question all the time. But I think else, it's everything. I did, something else I did want to pull together. Well, not pull. Just to kind of pull this together is sloths themselves, as in the actual individual sloths, represent an ecosystem in themselves. The algae, the algae, the fungi, the bacteria, the critters they have in their fur because they have this special sort of fur that I can't remember the facts, but it's a pretty cool um, type of fur, like actually hosts huge range of diversity, but also from our perspective can hold the key to some pretty cool and interesting uh, medicines and has actually been preliminary linked to breast cancer treatment, which I find fascinating from a, genu from a genuine... Not, you know, in the new art context, but from like a genuine, that's pretty cool that it's been linked to that somehow. Again, it's preliminary and nothing has been confirmed, but again, it goes back to show you how like a lot of our answers to many different issues do lie in the natural world. If we could learn how to use those properties without damaging nature would be kind of the answer and the new arc would not even be needed. But yeah, so that was a little aside. That was quite like an actual serious point, that that's pretty cool um, to find that. I'm not even going to argue with that. That's that's very cool. Yeah. I have a few more points okay. to, to run by you. First being that sloths are cheats and liars. I mean, the two-toed sloth has three toes. Very, very blatant falsification. I, I will have to also dwell on the point that they are evidently nymphomaniacs. <laughs> Despite their slow lifestyle, they have sex in a matter of seconds and repeat it every half hour over the course of about half a day. Which, wow. that, 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 that's more than I can do. I, I'm going to be honest, that, that's quite impressive. And they scream for sex in a D-shot. In case you want slot sex, that's, that's how you get it. <laughs> well, what that that was that was a lot of information to receive in twenty <laughs> seconds <laughs> from both your personal revelations and the notes of soft sloth sex screams. That was, yeah, woof. Thank you for sharing, um, Elliot. I really do appreciate your candor and your honesty, and. Um, I have I have nothing to respond to to that with the mm. good for you. You can just scream in a D sharp. That's, that's ample. I'm trying to. I don't even know. Do you have perfect pitch? No. Okay. I, I was going to be really impressed. <laughs> no, that was. I don't even know what notes. I, you know, after this, I'll listen to the recording and see what note I actually hit. Actually, mm. I can. I'll, once once we hang up and stop recording, I'll find out what note I hit. Okay. Because, you know, it can be like a... Ooh. I don't think it's that musical, I'll be honest, Jack. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they're brilliant sopranos. 
I mean, there could be. Magnifico. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. He's just a poor He's boy. He's just a poor boy from a poor, from a poor family. family. Spare him his life from this monstrosity. After you are. If if we still have any listeners after this week's episode, <laughs> I I will count it as a victory, <laughs> because they have been, well, they've had to witness my incredible eagle impressions, sloth impressions, and now mm. a little bit of Freddie Mercury as well. But you know, let us know if that is what you like. If you want some more music, yeah. we could sing it. Make episode. it a weekly fixture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which we we'll take some with? requests. Yeah. yeah. It has, be, it has to be related to the animal in question, so you know, like... <laughs> Does it? Okay. Yeah. You know, like, sloths, I'm trying to think of a song. Can't think of a song, I was trying to think of a song about slow down, but... Slow down... Don't stop me now! I'm having such I'm a good time. I'm having such a sloth time. <laughs> having a sloth. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, the, the, one of the lyrics in that song is... I'm traveling at the speed of light. I'm gonna make there a supersonic go. man out of you. Don't stop Sloth. me. Don't stop me. Don't stop me. Hey, hey, no, hey! No, you, you haven't got it, Joe. The point of the joke is you have to add sloth into every line. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't sloth me now. Don't. Brilliant. You've <laughs> Don't. surpassed <laughs> Don't sloth me now. I'm having such a good time. It's gonna be the I'm next having stage. a ball. <laughs> It'll be like Weird Al. You can do. Animal <laughs> reversion of the songs. Do you remember the song? Um, what does the fox say? I do. I was thinking about that just today. Yeah, I thought that was a, that's a blast from the past. Anyway, mm. maybe it, it was that... old even when it drew the fad attention. Was this two thousand five? Something like that. I Decades. Remember. I just remember when it resurfaced, or because it was in mm. school, secondary school. When it came back and I was like, what does the fuck say? Anyway, now that we've clearly What does finished... the sloth say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that, I reckon, now that, you know, we've kind of obviously gone off the rails onto singing, maybe that's a chance to, to bring together this episode onto... Hmm. Um, uh, you know, maybe I'll let you do a little closing argument for for the sloths um, against okay. the sloths. Sorry, and I will do a closing argument for. But let's put it together before we really go down the the sloth hole of uh, <laughs> sloth hole. I will make four points to close. <clears throat> the first being sloths are responsible for the bankrupting of millennials. Obviously, avocados. Avocados, there we go. Show got there. Giant sloths are the reason that avocados exist. Therefore, the reason I'm broke, Joe is broke, and we both have to do this stupid podcast. So, Which we don't get paid for. Hate the New York, <laughs> vote against sloths. Woo! Second point. <laughs> the, even the locals, they're the indigenous people of South America, know that sloths are bastards. They call them Rito, Rit, and Redette. I don't know why I'm putting on an Italian accent. But... I was going to say, like, these like, <laughs> indigenous people from Rome. I just... <laughs> it felt like it needed it. But those mean sleep, eat, and dirty, none of which are particularly 
that's, that's my descriptors. <laughs> that's my Tinder tagline. It, it does actually sum up slots quite well, and Joe, apparently. So, <laughs> <laughs> sex like a sloth, suggests you. I'm more, of a, I'm more of a B-flat guy than a D-shack. Mm, are you? <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop it. <laughs> uh, I wish I could say but I'd I... been drinking, but I'm just drinking water. Mm. I'm, I'm just naturally this uh, open. Oh, I know, Joe. I know. <laughs> oh, I've got the videos to prove it. Incriminating <laughs> evidence. I'm going to release it. So, end of this series. When we do the new video... New arcs. I'm just gonna insert those clips between everything you say. You wait. Okay, okay my, my I'll, third I'll point look out for that. Is bringing sloths onto the new arc is prone to much confusion come boarding time. I didn't know this, but apparently sloth is the collective noun for bears. Really? So you could have a lot of bears show up instead of sloths, which. It's not great because we don't have bears on the new arc. See. Oh, have they not been that, voted It's going to be an awkward conversation. Yes, having party uh, stag do of bears <laughs> come boarding day. Uh, oh, and my final point, uh, I just had to concede you one point, which is that sloths make a decent carpet. So if we do bring sloths on board, that's what I'm going to use it for. Fair warning. Uh, and with that, I'll leave it over to you to close. Well, you human, you human. I doubt anybody has made it through this far. So I would, if they have, <laughs> I would just like to say, please go back to some of the opening statements that I made because I think they really succinctly set out why sloth should be on the arc. And just to remind you, that includes stuff like being the perfect logistical guest for the arc in terms of, you know, ease of management. And I do think that your spear sloth point is a bit of a moot point um, and should be discounted. Um, I think, you know, we there's a lot to learn from sloths, both in terms of biology, both in terms of ecology, both in terms, but also in terms of approach to life. And I think really a lot of the questions around the world that we're currently facing are a result of us acting unsloth-like. And that's therefore that we need them on the arc so that we have more to learn from them. And that's where I will end, is that they are ecologically, biologically, socially, behaviorally, and logistically very important guests to have on the new arc. So thank you very much for listening. And I'll hand over to Elliot to do the admin and closing part. Thank you. Very professional. Yeah. Thank you. I Thank mean, you. you're right. Thank you. Sloths can teach a... us a lot. We don't even need the Karma Sutra. We'll have two sloths on board <laughs> teach us everything we need to know. And Joe has commentated because <laughs> clearly he understands all of this intimately. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, gosh. People are going to listen to this and think that, like... <laughs> I uh, just want to caveat everything by saying this is all done in humour and jest. I am not... Uh, I don't even know. I'm just, let's just wrap Anything up. Anything you let's say kind of will be used against you, Joe. <laughs> yes. Let's just wrap that up here and, and go move on. Join us next week when we will be discussing another animal. And Joe, I will throw this to you. This, we haven't planned this, but you do have a free choice. 
what animal would you like to discuss next week on the new arc? A free choice. Yes. Like anything, but I, I don't know. You can what choose was, any animal. I don't know what was done last last season. Pick an animal. I'll tell you. Uh, jellyfish. Jellyfish. Fine choice. Join us done? next week. Oh. No, when we will be discussing jellyfish. That could be quite interesting. No, I've, so I've given my I've given myself a, even with apocalypses. I've given myself a challenge. Well, that's only one species or three species of jellyfish. Three species immortal. of mortal jellyfish. I didn't know. I think it's three. There's one definitely, and I think there's like potentially two others, but it's not all mm. jellyfish. Not all jellyfish are immortal. Very good. Join us next week when we will be discussing jellyfish. And to find out whether tardigrades made it on board, I'm quietly confident on that one. What do you I, think, tardigrades? I'm confident on that one. You're confident too. Very good. I'm confident. I mean, if I can get sharks on, I can get tardigrades on. Yeah, until you get arrested for your sexual activities. You do quite well. So, join, <laughs> join us next week for that. See you then. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.